Oh shoot, what if only we find it funny? Oh, we you go? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was an intro that we have to do. This ball is crushed. Man, what a shot. Attention, Attention. we're taking over. Welcome to the Infield Singles Podcast, uh, the number one rated talk show by all of our mothers. Um, this is our first inaugural podcast. I am Michael Connor. Joined with me today are Spencer Urban, Tad McKenna, and the hometown hero Chase Gruitt. Uh, also, who would be joining us today but is uh, unavoidably detained at the moment is Mr. Josh Wells. Um, he has defied the infield singles name and got himself a girlfriend, and so he is currently attending to that matter. So many of you may be wondering what what infield singles is, why we chose that name for the podcast. If you're like my mom, when you first see infield singles, you think it's a a take on us all being single. That was not the original intent. Uh, Infield singles, as some of you probably know, is a baseball term. Uh, You hit the ball, it doesn't go very far, but you run hard to first base, you beat the throw, and you're safe, and so thus the term infield single. Uh, But then we kind of thought about it. We are all single, except for Josh. So uh, it kind of fits. So we're just going to embrace our loneliness and go along with it. We're like all right fielders. <laughs> Whatever that means. So uh, if you go to Cedarville, you uh, you know what chapel is, and we all know that these uh, there's chapel couples everywhere, and they're the worst. I feel like we should have like a little designated area for them to go to up in the balcony. But... One of the weirdest things ever is having that chapel couple that sits in front of you, and then you meet one of them. I had this experience the other day. It was so weird. It's like, oh, you're pretty cool, but uh, uh, you and your significant other are the worst. I just like wanted to tell them that the entire time, but I kept my mouth shut. So to the folks back home, uh, we did a little pre-planning for this, and it was basically, I'll do the intro, Tad will explain the name, Spetch will say what we're about, and Chase will uh, kind of just go on about whatever. So that's why that kind of came out of the blue. And that's that, that, might, that might be the most literate thing Chase has said in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I guess we can continue talking about this. Go ahead, Chase. So are we, we going to name drop on this podcast? No, 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 no. no, no. I just want to for I just want to say that uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty literate when I'm talking. It's just texting that's a big problem. <laughs> so do you feel like you could be friends with someone from a chapel couple, or do you feel like you just always have that in the back of your mind? Oh, man. I'd really, I'd have to tell them like if we actually became friends, like you you can't do this anymore. Oh, am I holding the mic too close? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's about it on that, in my opinion. Other than maybe they should, should not be super annoying. That was a nice little minute, two-minute bit. Uh, so later in this show, our inaugural episode, as has already been stated, uh, we'll be having uh, golf and women expert Hayden James on the show. Um, we also have a Twitter account where we announced this earlier. You can follow us at Infield Singles, all one word. Um, we'll try to post our up. And Chase just left. So this is also going to be a common occurrence. But, uh, yeah, so Hayden will be on the show later. Um, he's kind of a local celebrity, kind of not. For those of you that don't know Hayden, I'll give you a quick uh, background here. Because, you know, us at Infield Singles, we, we're up on our stuff. We know what we're doing here. So Hayden James, he's, uh, he's from Huntington, West Virginia. He, uh, I won't bore you with all the details. Four-year letter winner in uh, golf and whatnot. But... But Hayden is the uh, self-proclaimed master of cuffing. 
and since cuffing season is upon us, we decided that we would take it upon ourselves to have Hayden educate the uh, general population on cuffing season, the do's and don'ts, just any information he has on it. So, um, so we're, we're really looking forward to this interview with Hayden, and we hope you enjoy it. Um, but before we get to Hayden's interview, uh, this, the first episode of Infield Singles is brought to you by Papa Dong's Pizza. Are you sick of eating somewhat decent pizza from a somewhat racist owner? Look no further than Papa Dong's Pizzeria. Since 1997, Papa Dong's has brought the freshest ingredients to the freshest homies out there. We value our cuzzo so much that when you order Papa Dong's for the first time, we'll include a free dozen playa sticks for your boy. Here's a review from one of our customers. Eh, it's alright. More pizza, way less racial slurs during conference calls. Papa Dogs. Welcome back to the Infield Singles Podcast. Um, as we said earlier, we'll have Hayden on here in a little bit. But uh, before that, uh, Chase, did you read the news yesterday? No, I did not. You did not? Well, there's an interesting article. And by, when I say yesterday, it actually came out a week ago. But uh, an Alabama man is uh, was, I guess, convicted of uh, shooting his son over some really good chicken wings while watching the Super Bowl. But it leads me to think, Chase, what food would it take you, or what food do you find so good that you'd be willing to shoot your own son over? I wouldn't shoot my own son, but if we're talking about really good food, I just want to say cottage cheese and applesauce is delicious. Okay, oh you're, you're probably the only person that thinks that would. Fine, chicken it, wings are great, too. No, 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 exp- explain what cottage cheese and applesauce that, that's it. It's in the name. You mix cottage cheese and applesauce into a bowl, and then you eat it. It's just always it's always been fed to me. It's very bland. <laughs> it doesn't taste awful. I had David taste it once. It's been fed to you? Yeah. It's, it's like my mom's version of baby food or whatever. Cause you can just, yeah. And I just kept eating it. And yeah. Interesting. She'll buy me, like, the five, the one-gallon tubs. Fantastic. One-gallon <laughs> tubs of what? Each? Of cottage cheese. I don't think the applesauce jars come in that size. Huh. See, most people stop eating baby food after they're not babies anymore. But whatever works for you. I hey, guess. baby food is anything that's ground up into mush. Interesting. Plenty of people eat cottage cheese with fruit, so don't give me crap. There's enough of that garbage. Now let's move on to the man of the hour. Joining us in the studio known as Tad's Room is local celebrity uh, Hayden James. He's a uh, pretty popular figure on campus and he's quite the legend. You can just go ahead and ask him yourself and I'll tell you that. I, I know I said earlier that I wasn't going to brag on him too much, but, but with a resume like this, i got to give a few minutes to go over this. So, like I said, he's from the, uh, the Fairland High School Dragons. He was on the men's golf team, but we all know he's a great golfer. Uh, he's also a four-year letter winner in baseball. Uh, he pitched three one-hitters during his career. Apparently, he couldn't ever get the job done with a no-hitter. Uh, he played four seasons of basketball, three letters, two-year football letter winner, graduated with academic honors. Uh, he's a two-time defending intramural basketball champion here at Cedarville, 
He is the self-proclaimed master of the underappreciated pencil mustache, and he also uh, claims to be the uh, know-all, be-all of cuffing season. Um, in a personal statement we found of Hayden James online, we, we saw that he said he has had perfect attendance in his entire academic career, and uh, we're not going to let that slide without uh, giving him a chance to uh, say what that's all about. So uh, without further ado, here we have uh, Hayden James. What's up, everybody? So uh, basically for the uh, perfect attendance thing, um, it got to a point where I was in like middle school and I had still never missed a day that I was like, well, you can either make a choice that you can either keep doing because you've already been to all these days for so long or you can give it up. And, you know, I got to have that Mamba mentality, you know, you don't give up and quit on anything. So, you know, I made, I pushed on through, I finished through high school and then and the award ceremony, they gave me a really big chalice that said perfect attendance on it. So I guess in the grand scheme of things, it was worth it slash not worth it. But, I mean, it's all about how you look at it. Have you ever drank anything out of that chalice? Actually, I have. I told my friends I would drink something out of the chalice, and, and I did. So We won't talk about what that was. What was yeah, we don't something? have to. It was a liquid substance in which... All right, all right that's enough, that's enough. But uh, did that, uh, per- that perfect attendance, I think, is carried over to college because like we said earlier i yeah. had bio with you and i know for a fact yeah. that uh well unfortunately no chalices yeah here. there's not gonna be any chalices i might get like a participation like ribbon if we anything because i mean once college hits you know you kind of like boy what you doing like <laughs> so so we hear that we've seen some tweets of you we've got some on hand here we might we might have to read later in the show here but uh, you've talked a lot about being the master of cuffing season, and I did a, a little bit of pre-research on this because as a professional podcaster, that's what we do. And uh, But we're interested to hear what, what you have to say about cuffing season and uh, any any just basic uh, advice you've got on cuffing season. Just, you know, if you want to just roll with that. Well, yeah, just for the folks at home, just what, what is cuffing? Explain what cuffing is. Cuffing is uh, the act of being able to attain someone of the opposite sex for your relationship goals so like for a greater uh, definition of that it would be like when you get cuffed by a police officer you know they're taking you in like you they handcuff you like you're theirs now so i mean yeah. that kind of equates over to the relationship you know realm too is, is there dedicated seasons like oh yeah yeah cuffing season is definitely um starts in in early fall and then um you know, it kind of reaches its peak on Valentine's Day every single year. But um, the main reason it starts in the fall is, you know, it starts getting a little colder and the football games and all that stuff starts going on. All the like events like Halloween, you know, this is the prime Netflix and chill season. Um, and it's the best opportunity you have uh, to scout out and look for, you know, whoever your future potential mate is. Okay, so... We're looking at some old tweets, okay? October 1st, 2017, you uh, tweeted, I think it's in my best interest not to partake in cuffing season, LOL. But a year later, actually, about three weeks ago, you say, it's August 1st, cuffing season has officially commenced. Best of luck to all my brothers out there. Ladies, don't be stubborn. (laughs) So... What's going on? Did you, like, not have much luck last year? Now you're trying to bounce back, or... What's Basically, it's um, it's all kind of how you're feeling at the time. I don't, I really know. I guess that wasn't me last year, you know. 
that really wasn't me. I guess I just lost confidence. But, like, that's that's one of the first things I can tell you, like, for cuffing season is to have, like, 100% confidence. You got to walk into the arena knowing that you are the man of the hour and no one else can stand up to you. Like, you are getting whoever you're going after, and that's that's the only mindset you can have. Talk about that Mamba mentality. So what are some of the activities that, as a member of cuffing season and someone that's cuffed, what do you like to do after you attain such cuffing? Man, well, first off, you got to, like, you got to make sure it's the right person. And in order to for it to be the right person, you, like, from the beginning, you have to make, like, a roster, like a scouting roster, about probably 20, 30 deep with potential, 20 you to know. 30. Yeah. Wow, wow. I mean, for I mean, for some you can even do five, but like to ensure that you are getting you know the best out of your cuffing season experience, I would advise having around twenty to thirty deep on this roster, and then you can just like gradual cuts over time. You know, you can test out and just chill with all these hopeful suitors, and uh, you know, and then it eventually gets down to about five people in about late October, early November. And then that's when it starts getting really serious and you got to make like a bold decision. Like who, who are you about to cuff? Like you got to make a decision. Like these are five, like very, very talented, you know, cuffies (laughs) and, and you got to make a tough choice and, and that's what it's all about. So like you get to this point and you got to really look into the details and see whose presence you are enjoying the most. Like, Who's present is a present to you. So we're talking like who's the best fit for walking around lights at the zoo, watching movies, right. popping popcorn, right? making sure they're the compatible uh, popcorn type lover, you know, like that kind of stuff. Is that what we're looking for here? Exactly. And like another thing, you shouldn't give in to, you know, necessarily everything they like to do. Like make sure that's someone that like you have mutual interests, like, you're not giving in to every one of their desires. Like, they can give in to your desires, too. Like, it's nice to give up certain things. And, like, giving up things for your partner is totally part of the process. But make sure you're not losing yourself in the process as well. There you, go. you said earlier, yeah, trust the process. Right. All about the process. Trusting the process 24-7. All right. Kind of related question. We're going to kind of move away from cuffing before we beat this thing to death. And right. And give ourselves already a rough image that we might be given anyway. But uh, do you believe in love at first sight? Man, yeah, I do. But it's a different type of love than inner love. Like, you love their appearance, but, like, it's impossible to love love. But that secondary love will suffice. Like, if I see, like, a nice Latina, like, (laughs) walking down, that's love. That's L-U-V. That's love. Yeah, I heard you're a big Latina fan. Huge Latina fan. Oh, I, man. That's right. Latinas, man, they just, um, it's just something about them. I grew up around, you know, where I live. There's a lot of Caucasian. You know, I'm for all races, you know. I'm Joseph. I got the coat of all colors. But uh, there's something about Latinas. Their accents are just great. They look great. They're aesthetic. And the best thing about Latinas is they don't age. You can have one that's 50 that looks like she's 30. And, and that's just the best deal of them all. Wow. wow that's, that's truly inspirational. Uh, some other, other questions we've got for you. 
How does it feel to be the second coming in, of Tiger Woods? And uh, is Young Eldrick a self-given nickname? Young Eldrick, in all technicalities, is a given self-given nickname. But like, I've obviously been called like Tiger Woods my entire life because almost every single tournament I've ever showed up to, I've only been the black person. Like, there, I've only been the only black person there at every single tournament. So, you know, and I also have the tiger head cover, so that didn't really help it out a whole lot. But, you know, at this point in my life, I've just kind of just, you know, embraced it and made it my own my own type deal. Okay, kind of, well, I guess kind of another golf-related question. Well, what's your handicap? Right now, I would say it's probably like a three to four. Okay. Which could do some work. Okay, well, Tad here's a three six. So, hmm. w- would you be down to play... A uh, one-on-one match, like they got the. Have you seen the Tiger Phil match coming up for like nine million or whatever? Yeah, I don't get out of bed for less than ten million. Okay, good, because neither does Tad. Oh. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll settle this off air, but just just kind of throwing Say out less. there for the folks might generate some excitement. Say less. Okay, okay. Um, moving on now. Has anyone ever told you that you look like a a, a young Fetty Wap if you had two good eyes? Believe it or not, like I have heard that, and like. There's, like, this face swap thing on Snapchat, and one time I actually used it, and someone thought I was actually Fetty Wap. Like, I don't know how stupid you have to be to do that, but, like, somebody told me that, and I was like, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or a diss. No, I, I say it with, with all due respect. I mean, totally, but, I mean, if you think about it, Fetty Wap could look like a one-eyed version of me. I mean, Ooh. it's all about... That's that confidence you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Really? Kind of a who came first, the chicken or the egg thing right there. Yeah. The chicken came first, and I'm the chicken. You're the chicken? Yeah. Heard it here, folks. Heard it here first, folks. Hayden James is the chicken. All right. Uh, We're a little bit of a speed round here. Uh, Black Twitter or white Twitter? White. Wait. Are we speaking by race or color? Black Twitter or white Twitter? Like night mode or day mode? Black Twitter. Okay. okay. Black Twitter, 10 out of 10. Okay, okay, okay. Megalodon versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, last meal before you die. Mac and cheese. Uh, last movie to see before you die. Oh, what's the longest movie I can... <laughs> that, is, that is incredible. Give me, uh, give me dope. Dope? Yeah. Okay. For the, for the uncultured people, it's, it's a movie about this dude who grows up in the hood and he eventually, he sells dope on the black market and eventually <laughs> is able to get into Harvard. Okay. Uh, burrito or burrito bowl? Quesadilla. Attaboy. Uh, did OJ do it? No. No? I mean, did he say he did it? Okay. 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 <laughs> Oh, never mind. Okay, fine. Speed round, speed round, speed round. Uh, if, if animals could talk, which one do you think would be the most racist? Racist? Honestly, probably the monkeys. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Definitely the monkeys. Uh, which movie would be ten times better if it was a musical? If it was a musical, shoot. Coach Carter. Favorite sports teams. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a bad one. Alright. So I'm gonna name off my sports teams 
And then I'm going to tell you why I'm the fan of these sports teams. So, sorry. It's kind of like the slow speed round, but we're getting used to things This here. is impromptu. All right, so I like the Yankees, the Patriots, Ohio State football, the Duke Blue Devils, and, you know, I'm from Huntington, so I'm a big Marshall Thundering Herd fan. Fraud. Yeah, so um, I'm not a bandwagon by any means. I think bandwagon is a really, you know, a cop-out term. You know, my first bat I ever had had Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams on it. That suffices the Yankees. The Patriots, um, I know Troy Brown, so, you know, he played for Marshall. You know, there's a connection there. Boom, Patriots. Duke, my aunt was a huge Duke fan, and I grew up watching J.J. Redick with her, so boom, there. Ohio State, I'm Ohio native, so, you know, best team in Ohio. Boom, there. And Marshall, they usually aren't very good, so that's my kind of sucky team that I root for. I can relate to that, being a uh, BGSU native and fan there, never any good. Right. Uh, How did it feel to take $100 from J. No Money Money Headland? That was easy, breezy, beautiful, cover girl easy. Cause, and that felt, Jay tried to tell me that the Celtics were going to beat LeBron James and the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you got to be an idiot to take any other person other than LeBron in the Eastern Conference. This man went to nine straight, eight, eight straight finals. I believe eight straight finals. This dude wins the Eastern Conference every single year. The Celtics have an injury-prone roster, and you thinking they're going to dethrone LeBron James. To his, to his uh, benefit, they were up 2-0, were they not? Were you not sweating a little bit? I wasn't sweating a single bit. You were because calm, calm if, cool, and collected the whole time? Yeah, because if I do recall, in 2006, the Pistons were up 2-0 on the Cavs, and the Cavs won that series as well. So Fair enough. A confident man. Uh, did you see? Have you seen that $100 yet, though? I haven't seen the $100, so I'm not really sure, you know – what the holdup is because I've been waiting on it because, you know, I'm kind of strapped for cash right now, like, at this very moment, and I could be using that $100 for, you know, gas. It'll also go a long way towards your uh, $10 million that you'll have to play Tad or pay Tad at some point. And it's right. also cuffing season. So. Yeah, that $100 goes a long way, especially on the cheap dates. I mean, you can get some movies for 5 bucks. That's 20 dates. That's right. When you got your roster full of 20 to right. 30. Right. I need that $100 to suffice my cuffing season needs. So, if you're listening to this, Jay, I'm going to need that 100 fast. Otherwise, I'm going to have 10% interest on every single day that it's late. And what are you going to do if he doesn't pay up? You, you can let me handle that. I'll make, sure, I'll make sure Jay pays one way or another, physically or, you know, <laughs> he's going to pay. All right. Well, uh, one of our co-hosts, Josh Wells, just walked in. And for those of you at home that uh, – How's it going? So, for those of you at home that don't know, uh, me, Hayden – me, this is Michael Connor. Uh, Hayden and Josh were on the same uh, intramural team. So um, we won. I'll let, I'll let you explain how last season went. Yeah, so basically um, my freshman year, which is two years ago, we we kind of just battled each other. It was like a bloodbath, and neither, uh, neither of our teams ended up winning. So we are like, yo, we're just making a super team. We 2012 Miami Heat, and we're just going to run through every single opponent that we have, which – Ended up happening. We didn't lose a single game all year in 3v3. And then we kept the same team and uh, turned it into a 5v5 squad and won every single game there, too, on a um, clutch buzzer beater by the Cedarville legend Vinny Vincenzo. You know, so. Rest in peace. 
Yeah, Rip Morambi, Rip Vinny. So do you remember uh, t- t- going back to the five-on-five uh, five championship? There was a certain turnover that took place uh, from our very own Josh Wells. You might remember. No, he threw it into the backcourt. Yeah. No one was in the backcourt. Can yeah. I at least get a chance to defend yeah, myself? Yeah. So, okay, okay. First of all, first of all, oh, am I, sorry. First of all, uh, we we did we called a timeout. We were up. What was it one at that point? Were we up one? We were we were up at that point. We get this uh, the ball on the sideline, and we call a timeout. We just kind of stand there. We don't really talk about what we're going to do. So I'm like, okay, I'll take the ball out. We'll try to get Michael the ball. Well, of course they're trying to cover Michael. So all of a sudden Carter, one of our teammates, goes starts to run towards. Uh, our basket I'm like okay the worst that can happen is is the ball like gets fumbled around there's not much time left on the clock and we can just try to get the uh, uh, just run out the time and have no issues win the game whatever well he stops right when I pass the ball and when he stops the ball kind of just trickles out of bounds I will say I probably should have made the pass in the end, we won, so it doesn't matter. But we probably should have at least game plan before I made a turnover that almost cost us the game. Thank you for that. Well said. But you may also remember three v three. You hit a three from about like five feet behind the line, and uh, you then proceeded to do like a money walk of sorts. Uh, you want to walk us through what was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, man. I mean. Basically, in my mind, once I hit that three from, like, five feet behind the line, I was, like, straight cash on me in the words of Randy Moss. I saw that thing go through the rim. I was mad hyped because this is a championship game. And you kind of just got to kind of disrespect your opponent a little bit. When they when you hit something from that deep, from big deep, and it goes in, they're like, oh, man. And then you got to pound on that. Like, when they're on the ground and you got their foot on their neck, you know, stomp them into the ground. Make them feel as bad about themselves as possible. You know, that's go. what you got to do. Demoralize them. And any way that I can do that, that's that's what I'm doing. There you go. Well, what's your predictions for this upcoming intramural season? Well, unfortunately for all the other teams, we're going to win every single game in both seasons. So um, that's going to be two straight calendar years of never losing, which is going to get old to me because I want a little competition. But, you know, I'm going to take winning over everything. Okay. All right, what's the funniest joke you've ever been told <laughs> I have I have yeah, been please. told a lot of funny jokes but like my comedy is kind of stupid comedy and like the the one that I can like I laugh more at Twitter memes but like joke wise um, I heard one and I heard it said um, did you hear about the two thieves that stole a calendar what their penalty was no they each got six months uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. so joke wise that's um that's probably my best one but like if you get me like a cultured twitter meme i'm probably gonna <laughs> probably gonna cry for hours cultured twitter meme is that basically just black twitter yeah black twitter without black twitter twitter is just i don't want to be a part of that i agree i always see the stuff you retweet and like and just so you know we do see all the stuff you like yeah, unfortunately, that 
I don't really control like you know the little notification you get that says HJ liked. Yeah. Well, we're well aware of yeah, all the well, notifications say HJ liked. Yeah, certain accounts follow me, and I'm like, I'm not sure if they ever see that. Like, adults that have control over my scholarship, but uh, <laughs> but you know you gotta risk it for the best. That's all part of company season. Them favorites is, them favorites is very important. Wow. Yeah. So uh, before you get yourself kicked off of the golf team here, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, big thanks to Hayden James for coming on the show today. Uh, great first episode. Um, do you have any final comments you want to say to the uh, the fans out there? Man, I totally endorse. Wow. <clears throat> I'm 13 again. Um, I totally endorse uh, the Infield Singles podcast. This is the best podcast on campus. Um, yes, sir. I hope I get to come back and do a little little more. And, um, you know, just know that this is the best podcast and the best quality podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and then you can get my Snapchat from there. Um, just look up Hayden James or HJ. You'll find me. And uh, I need every follower I can get, you know, get my numbers up so the girls can see that for cuffing season. There we go. Um, ladies, um, I'm here. Um, I'm still making my rosters. you got about two weeks left. Um <laughs> Prefer be light skins or Latinas, but <laughs> white girls, Asians, come Hayden on down. James, everybody. Thank you very much, Hayden. Big shout out to Hayden James for coming out, speaking with us on our first podcast, first interview. Thanks a lot. Uh, tune in next time for us to speak with Michael Polins, the Cedarville women's soccer team, among others. Until next time, tee it high, let it fly, see ya.